Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sonny, and I am coming to you on Tuesday, October the 5th. How are you doing? Pretty good, all things considered. Oh, man, can't argue with that. Wow, we have had an adventurous and exciting weekend, don't you? wouldn't you say? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, so over the weekend, we went to a, a Mega Ten case tournament uh, at a shop about four and a half hours away is that about right yeah give or take yeah uh it was a long drive and we didn't do well but that's okay we came we saw we got our rear ends handed to us on a silver platter with a little thing covering it with a little thing covering it that i think that's just called a cover uh yeah we came we saw we got smacked it's okay uh it happens it does it does uh we'll talk more about the specifics on that later i mean we can talk about it now it's no big deal oh yeah sure um So, it was a 3v3 tournament. Uh, it was myself, Caleb, and uh, somebody that a lot of you may know. His name is Reno Kajiki. He's one of the mods in the Discord server, which you should all join. Um, and we went... I played Tri-Brigade. You played what? Madolce. Right. And uh, Mr. Modman, uh, Reno, he played... Um, Virtual world. That's right. That's right. Virtual. World. Yeah, boy. So, um, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Uh, it was very competitive. Uh, round one, I played against Drytron, which I lost to. Mm, what did you play round one? Invoke, uh, invoke Dogma Dolls. I two owed in like ten minutes. Yeah. If only your teammates had picked up the slack. If only. Yeah. If, if only. Mine was a really, really close uh, match, but it just it did not work out. So, it um, round two, I played against 
Traplich, which was literally two Golden Lords, one Ecclesia, three Nadir Servants, and like 35 or 30, 34 Yeah, the, the entire rest of the deck was, was traps. It was Floodgates. It was like Skill Drain. It was the Eldritch Mod. Uh, Teak Boo. Yeah, Teak Boo. Rivalry goes in. I mean, just disgusting. I mean, three Judgment, three Strike, three Torrential. I mean, War Crime dot deck. Yeah. Uh, like, like, what did you do game one? Set five pass, and then during your turn flipped. Yeah, I he set he went first. He set five. He passed. I normal summon Zodiac right here, and he flipped Skodran. I was just like, dang, that's tough. Yep. Yeah, my first thought was Altergeist when he set five and passed. Maybe like um, it was either my first thoughts were either like Altergeist, some kind of like Eldritch trap deck like that, and um, there was one more that popped into my head, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, you weren't expecting Floodgate dot deck. Yeah, I wasn't expecting quite the floodgates that I got, it, dude. Yeah. That some of the floodgates that are in this game right now should just be banned. I'm so sick of them. Excuse me. Uh, that round, I played against Virtual World. Mm-hmm. Uh, game one, he made Dragoon. I couldn't out it. Game yeah. two, he made Dragoon. I outed it. Game three, he made Dragoon. And I couldn't out it. Dang. Wow, that sounds like some fun and interactive gameplay on both sides, on both, for both of us, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's just... If there's one thing that I dislike, it's just not being able to play the game. It's yeah. just it's just the worst. And, like, the only reason why I was able to out the Dragoon to ga- uh, game two was entirely because I opened Orange Light Plus, uh, plus a thing to discard for it. Right, right. Plus a, start, plus a starter. Yeah. Uh, round three, I played against uh, Tri Brigade in the Mirror. Um, I was lucky enough. Uh, a lot of people are going to get a kick out of this. I... So, uh, our teammate, Reno, pulled two crossouts on Friday, and then we stopped at a Walmart on the way to the event. And I pulled another one. Right, so I ran three crossouts in the event. And so, when I got into the Tri Brigade Mirror Match, crossout, I saw a crossout game one and two, and I resolved crossout three times in two games. And it literally just won the match, and I, the match was over in about 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I played against Salad. Uh, game one, I really didn't know what Salad was doing. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so he got that. Game two, I went first, set up my board, and he was like, hmm. At this point, I'm already watching, because my game's already over. Yeah, uh, and he makes an access code, and just threw everything he... Like, I, I stopped his plays, so he's like, okay, plan B, make access code. Mm-hmm. And he popped my back row. Yeah. Which was like, because like I'd already promenaded, so I used uh, Salon to set another promenade. He popped that promenade, right? And then, uh, he then just kind of attacked into my teacher. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. He popped teacher, and then attacked into assist hard, affected assist hard to protect itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "Man, I can't believe you made me burn an access code like that." <laughs> uh, and then next, and then on that next turn, I just full I, combo just... OTK'd. Well, it was kind of funny. He was sitting there. I, I remember because I was the B and you were the C. Mm-hmm. And I leaned over and I was just like, he was like, man, he's like, is there anything I can do? What's going to happen next turn? And you said out loud, he was like, you were like, yeah, if you pass right here, this game's over. We're going to game three. And he was like, 
I don't believe you. Yeah, he literally was like, I don't know about that, man. And you were just like, I mean, he was like, he was like, all right, well, I'm gonna pass. Show, you show me that you have eight thousand, and I'll keep, pal- and we'll go to game three. Keep in mind, all he had at the time was an access code at fifty three hundred attack, and one of their spell cards. Yeah, I don't know which one it was. Yeah. And that it, was it. It was a continuous spell. It sits in the back row. Yeah, and he had no cards in hand and no fuel for the continuous spell. Yeah, it was literally just an access code in the spell, and that was it. Yeah. And so Caleb's like, okay, cool. Draw for turn, and it was even more gas. And Caleb has his chateau up, and he's got a hoot cake with fuel engrave, and he just went and went full combo in about... And the guy was like, yeah, I've got no interruptions. Just show me that you have game. Yeah. And Caleb just starts comboing, and I was like, Caleb, you can stop Stop, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> Caleb's got like like nine thousand damage on board well, with no. and he's already shuffled back the guy's two cards well, with no, no, teacher. No, well, no, no, because like cause uh in order for me to get to the point where I could have shuffled back the two cards to begin with, uh huh. I had to get the uh I actually had to combo off to get the te- to get uh Queen out. Yeah. But at that point I didn't quite have enough for kill for kill so i had to get one more monster on board yeah but it was just really funny because i was just like stop stop he's already dead and i was like yeah and i looked just like no no no, not not yet effect special summon now he's dead yeah so what about game three what happened there man what what what, what, what could we say about game three my opening hand was we'll a- post a picture to twitter yeah so i my exact the exact hand i pulled exactly let me pull it up on my phone because i took a picture of this just so I could show the guy and be like, I was not joking when I say I bricked. Here's proof. Going second. I drew, I drew in this exact order. Pot of Prosperity. Forbidden Droplet. Pot of Prosperity. Madolce Salon. Pot of Prosperity. And Jelly. Yeah. In that exact order. Yeah. And Jelly was my top deck for the turn. I was like, man, I've got plays, but he's got yeah, Dragoon, he had- Verte, a set, and one card in hand. No, he had two cards in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had two cards they were, in hand. It was a Valor, it was an Ash, and then he had the Dragoon. Yeah. So, um... And he had his Salad spell card set. Yeah. So I just went, huh. But, I mean, there's nothing I could have done there. He had... No, there's nothing you can do about that. No, no. Because he had the... So he, uh... Because he had the Dragoon Negate, and then even if I do somehow get into petting, he has Valor and Ash in hand and a set Imperm. Right. Like he could have just he could have negated me in any order in that. Yeah. Like I mean, what does any deck do in that in that exact situation? Cry, cry. Yeah, they just cry and go to game three. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah. So um, we do want to take a moment here to thank our wonderful patreons, of course, because we are about to go into the meat of the episode. So a huge thank you to our patreons, who are of course in order. Wow, I really should have had this already pulled up and ready to go. Well, while you're pulling that up, I will say though that it was a five round tournament. Round four, we got a buy. Round five, our opponents had already gone home. Yeah, yeah. Round five, we sat down and somebody walks over and goes, "Hey, are y'all playing against team such and such?" And we're like, "Yeah." And we're like, "That's them over there." And as they're walking out the door, going to their car. Yeah. That, so yeah, they were go. They were go, they, go. yeah. They were gone. Um, so our huge thank you to our patrons, Ace, Micah, Austin, Johnson, Myth, Oceanus, Pig, Scuzz, Daddy, Aaron, Gardner, Adil, Saeed, Anthony, Leela, Mountain Man, Owen, Alvarado, Jeremy Drysdale, and Ray Powell. So a huge thank you to everybody for your support. And while we're here, I also want to say we do have a new rating. A huge thank you to JM Drysdale. Please, uh... Uh, dropping five here join the discord is the title of it uh dropping the five stars to help out the podcast these guys are genuine and what you hear from them on the podcast is what you get from them in regular interactions in the discord 
thank you so so much uh it really is um it always makes me happy to read those uh read those ratings and reviews because when i mean when i say they make my day to say to see that people are enjoying the podcast it really does it makes me very happy oh yeah definitely anytime i see like a new anytime i see one of those i i just get i get the warm fuzzies absolutely all right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to move on. We're going to go ahead and talk about the next thing, which is we got a bunch of new cards, actually. Exactly five. Exactly one handful of cards. Yeah, actually, it's, we got a handful of cards. That's right. Literally a hand. Yep. Caleb's holding up his hand to show that five cards yes. is a handful. Um, <laughs> it's Okay, that's a joke that doesn't work over a podcast. You have to, like, explain it. Yes, yes. That's one that requires visual representation. So all of these cards are coming from Battles of Chaos, which is the uh, the new set, which is the one after Burst of Destiny. The yeah. next The next core set, which is probably set to release in February of next year, I think. Yeah, something like February, March of next year, if everything goes according to plan. Yeah, if there's no more delays. Yeah. All right, so the first card to talk about is Iroa, Mo- Iroa Momiji. Man, I, Iroa Momiji. I think I did that right. I got it. Okay. Um, it is a general synchro, synchro support card. Uh, it is a level seven wind fairy synchro effect monster. Ooh. 2100 attack, 2600 defense. Materials are one tuner and one or more non-tuner monsters. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name once each per turn. One, if this card is special summoned, you can declare one attribute. This card gains this effect. All face-up monsters on the field become this attribute. Two, you can target one monster in your opponent's main monster zone. They must send one card in its adjacent monster zones or spell and trap zones to the graveyard. So the name means something along the lines of like leaves changing color, but there's probably another reference in there somewhere. But Oh, so. because it changes attributes. Right, right. So changing color. Yeah. <laughs> you know what this sounds like it's going to be to me? Hmm. It definitely sounds like it's going to be an FTK tool. Mm, In the same vein as Reprodocus. Oh, because it changes... Well, Reprodocus changes uh, typing. Oh, that's true. That's Um, true. Which, yeah, because the way that the FTK with Reprodocus works is that you make Reprodocus while it's pointing at... um, I'm picturing the card... Cyberstein? Yeah. And it would turn him Psychic, so you can equip him with the Psychic Blade, which makes it where you don't have to pay play life points to activate his effect. Is it Psychic Blade, or is it something else? Psychic something sword. It's a equip spell. Okay. And it's like a sword. Um, and you, and you equip it to him, so you don't have to pay life points to activate his effect, and you just activate his effect all you want, especially on a bunch of uh, fusions. Blaze, Phoenix, it, yeah, something? It's, like, it's three Blaze Phoenixes, and Ancient Gear some ancient gear dragon looking thing it's, it's just ftk yeah and then, and then the, the phoenixes burn your opponent and then the last and then the last fusion burns them for the last little bit of their life right so um because like each bird does like 2k i think something like that it might even be more it might be 25 maybe it doesn't matter um so this won't be an ftk tool uh but the fact that it messes with your opponent's attributes can be a big deal yeah, I guess it could be. It's not. A, it's not a quick effect, but still. Ah, yeah. If it was, if only if it was either a quick effect or be permanent, like the changes permanent for as long as it's on the field. Because <clears throat> then that can really mess with people under Gozen, especially if you're a win synchro deck. It doesn't say about until the end of the turn. Oh, okay, okay. So like, let's say you're playing against Medolce and they have their board and they have Gozen up, and you're all win. And you summon this thing and, sh- and change your attribute to whatever. Yeah, they're 
they're kind of stumped. Yeah, it does. It makes things difficult for sure. Yeah, because then they're locked out of their own attributes. <laughs> we gotta make sure you change to something that they can't get nibbed, like like uh, change it to like fire or something. Right, right. So, uh, the next card we have is the Agent of Destruction, Venus. Oh my lord, this card. Yeah, this card's insane. So it's a light, low, uh, no, it's not light. It's a dark level 3 fairy. You don't see those very often. Uh, tuner, 0 attack, 1600 defense. You can only use one effect per turn among the one and two effects of this card's names, and only once that turn. One, you can banish one, the Agent of Creation, Venus from your graveyard, Splash summon this card from your hand. Two, you can pay a life point to multiples of 500, then target one of your Mystic Shine Ball that is banished or in your graveyard for, for each 500 paid. Special summon them, but return them to the bottom of the deck when they leave the field. Ooh. So for those of you who are unaware, the Agent of Creation, Venus, right. her effect is you can pay pay life points to multiples of 500. For, each, for every 500 you paid, you special summon a Mystic Shine Ball. Right. Which is a level 2 vanilla. Right. So, in the past, people would normal summon this, special summon two Shine Balls, overlay them to make Gachi Gachi Gintetsu. Right. This thing, then, let, so then let's say now you just bring out all four and then link four. Mm-hmm. You can then uh, affect this guy, banish your Venus, right. special summon it, pay another 1500 so you're paying 3k for this. Get you get all three of your Shine Balls back on board, make another link four. Right. But then all three of your Shine Balls should go right back in the deck for you to just next turn possibly normal summon another Venus. Right, right. Both of these cards, by the way, are agents and therefore searchable. Oh, boy. So it just lets them almost infinitely, it lets them cycle their uh, shine balls for big link plays a bunch. Yeah, it, and not just big link plays, but also big synchro plays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, big synchro, uh, you can also do, uh, Rank two exceeds, um, which I can't think of any that you would. Uh, gachi gachi again tattoo. Yeah, yeah, G- gachi gachi is coming back. Good old gachi gachi again tattoo is coming back in the in the meta guys. I mean, that was the one that they used back in the day. Yeah. Um. um realistically, uh, I know that Sky Cavalry Centuria is what the yeah. Tribrigade deck uses, but it's probably honestly you can just use any, uh, any level two. Yeah. Or um, rank two, rather, just to give you Zeus access. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, most definitely. Um, especially if it's one that's like, oh, this thing requires three plus exceed, three, three plus level two monsters, because then you can make a four stack Zeus. Oh right, right. You know, using the three Mystic Shine Balls to make the one exceed, do some battle of some kind, and then put the Zeus on top of the four cards. Right, right. Just, it definitely adds an enormous amount of versatility. Oh, yeah, and the fact that it's dark also adds in all the chaos support as well. Yeah, the deck really does have a lot of different ways you can go with it. A lot of chaos options. It's got a lot of just options in general, really. Oh, yeah, like, like the new, all the new agent stuff is shaping up to make the agents a real chaos deck. Speaking of chaos, the set's called Battle of Chaos, so there's going to be a new chaos monster. You would think. There is. Chaos Nephthys. Oh, Literally, right here. Yep. Uh, it is a dark-winged beast, special uh, special summon effect. Uh, level 8, 2400 attack, 1600 defense. This card cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned by its own effect. Um, you can only use this, card's, uh, this card name's one effect once per turn. 
One, if this card is in your hand or graveyard and a card on the field is destroyed by a card effect, you can banish uh, one light and one dark from your graveyard except Chaos Nephthys and special summon this card. So it says that when a card is destroyed by card effect, it doesn't specify whose card or whose card effect. Interesting. So, so even if your opponent board wipes you, you can then immediately activate Nephthys to bring, to bring herself out. Hmm. Um, so stuff like, uh, Harpy's, so if your opponent Harpy's Feather Dusters you, Twin Twisters you, whatever, Regeki, or even just you, Activate Access Code and Resolution. Yeah, or even just you make Access Code, Effect to Pop, Effective Nephthys, to special myself, because it doesn't care what's getting popped or by whom. Just The biggest issue with this card, though, is that they have to have two cards in their graveyard. You ha- yeah, you have to have a light and a dark target engraved to banish to special summon this thing. No, and activate its second effect. If this card is special summoned, you can target one card in your opponent controls and two in the graveyard, banish them. It's not up to anywhere. Yeah, yes, yes, so, yeah. So in order to get its banish effect off, they have to have at least two cards engraved, which is disappointing. But at the same time, it's an extra, what, 2,400 attack points? It's um, not even about that. It's about, I guess if they go into something like an access code and in you know you activate... Uh, you trigger this effect, then you can kill the access code as well as whatever they used as link material for the access code. Mm-hmm. But the idea of you know the fact if, that you have to banish to if it's up to two, it'd be much better, right? Because then <laughs> instead of you know, because if think about it like this, if you set every set everything up and set this dude up in your graveyard, and then your opponent. Harpy's Feather Dusters you. They don't have anything in Graveyard. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you, you can get something on the board. But you won't get the Banishes. Right. Which is... Yeah, but that being, yeah, that being said, though, um, you could, like, let's say then they out it. On your next turn, you can just re-special summon it again. Right. Because there is no limit to how many times you can special summon this thing in a duel. You're just limited to special summoning it once per turn. And even if you... Even if you destroy something on your opponent's field... You can still yeah. Oh no, that's what I'm saying because like you summit. can make you can make your own access code, pop one of their cards, and then special summon this, and it's a guaranteed OTK. Right. Okay, that's what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, with that's what I meant with the access code is you can make your own access code, pop one of their cards, and then Nephthys comes out and right gives right. you the extra little bit that you need to finish them off. So we've got a couple other cards to talk about here, actually. Yes, that that are not um, chaos related. Here's a fun one. I, I want to do this one. Oh, wait. This is a Rush Duel card. Never mind. I was going to talk about Report Train, but it's a Rush Duel card. Fair enough. Uh, in that case, I will do uh, Kaiza the Battle Star. Oh, no, the Burial Star. Um, Its Japanese uh, its Japanese name is Chiyose Kaiza, or in English, Kaiza the, ba- the Burial Star. Level 5 Earth Warrior Effect Monster, 1,000 attack, 2,100 defense. You can special summon only once per turn using the way written in the one effect with this card's name. So you can only spe- so they can only special summon itself once per turn. Yes. One, you can special summon this card from your hand by tributing a light or earth warrior monster, and if you do, this card gains attack equal to the tribute monster's original attack. That could be really good. Oh, absolutely! In the right earth slash light warrior deck, tribute uh, that I mean that could just give the deck. Like just based. It doesn't off, need to be an Earth or a Light Warrior deck. I mean, it could just be like Infernoble, and then yeah, just put a deck, something engraved that they need engraved, and then put a monster on board. Yeah, j- just something to 
just any deck that can that can put out a light or earth. Oh, anyway, um, like just just what's written on on that on the effect, just written on the ten is it just gives you an extra thousand attack on top, right? Um, but who cares? Because it's a free body that you got for most likely free. Exactly. Because you know whatever you trip it off, if it's got effects on sent to graveyard, all fire off that kind of thing. Uh, two, you can banish one warrior monster from your graveyard to send a lighter earth warrior monster from your deck to the graveyard. So that's why it's called the Burial Star. I mean, some... it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, it's got. It's definitely got some niche. Like of the like of all the new cards, it's the in my opinion the worst one. But yeah, probably. But I mean, at this point, we're just like. At this point, it's just like it is the worst one com- comparatively, but it's still pretty good. It's definitely reasonable. Yeah. Um. And lastly, we have a new uh, Ixid rank two actually, uh, spiriting away. Onibumaru. Okay, I did not see this one. I haven't pulled it up, so... Okay, I'll take it away then. Uh, rank 2 Dark Fiend Exceed Monster. 1900 attack, 1600 defense, which is really big for a rank 2, actually. Uh, materials, 2 or more level 2 monsters. There we go. Oh, yeah, there you go. You can only use this card's names 1 and 2 effects once per turn each. 1. You can detach one from this card, then target one monster your opponent controls, banish it until your opponent's in phase. Yo. <laughs> it's not a quick effect, but... Still. That's still just, hey, you lose this monster until the end of your next turn, and I pr- that's probably all I need. Uh, yeah. Two, if this card is destroyed by your opponent, you can target any number of banished monsters up to the numbers of materials that were attached to this card, shuffle them back in the deck. I'm digging it. Uh, note that the kanji in its name refers to spiriting away, as in with the Miyazaki movie Spirited Away, which basically, like, I can't even read that. Basically, a yokai who is a will-o'-the-wisp who spirits away from, uh, who spirits you away from the world of man, though visually it seems to be more of a tengu. Wait, is that, was that everything? Uh yeah, that's yeah. At that point, I was reading the notes at the bottom. Just wait. Out. Did we get? Did we get the uh, the Dark Dimension Soldier? Uh no, we didn't. Uh, it's a level five synchro coming from Battles of Chaos. Ooh. Uh, it is a level five warrior synchro dark effect monster, twelve hundred attack, twenty four hundred defense. Oh, this is a DD Warrior Reach, like the original Different yes. Dimension Warrior Retrain. Right. Nice. So that's Different Dimension Soldier. Yeah, like that was warrior. That was soldier. This is. I mean, that was warrior. This is soldier. Yeah. You can only use this card's first and second effects each once per turn. First effect, you can banish one card from your hand, then target one of your banished dark monsters, especially summon it in face up or face down defense position. Two during each end phase, inflict one hundred damage to your opponent for each set card on the field. It's not terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't call it good either, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, its first effect's pretty decent, and its second effect does have a it does have a very niche use, and that time is about to be called as soon as I end my. And t- you can burn. Yeah, you can burn them and win forget. the game. Yeah. yeah, that's literally its only niche use, as far as I can tell. Or if your opponent only has a couple hundred life points left, you can just set a bunch of cards, make him set a bunch of cards, pass. Right, right. So, um, I think that was it as far as new cards go. Uh, the only other thing I see is Periellus, Empress of Blossoms. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Oh the, no, that was a World Premiere Pack Two card. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So like, just based on what we've seen so far out of out of uh, Battles of Chaos, Bach. 
I'll be back. Um, that was terrible. Uh, but like, just based on that, I'm not gonna say anything because it kind of was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it seems like it's going to be a disappointment as compared to the previous sets with chaos in the name. I don't know, man. It depends on what we get with this uh, this promo card, Chronicle Magician. Yeah, yeah, what it does. Yeah. So they they also uh, very they they've we have basically a name and of a. And a picture of a potential promo card called Chronicle Magician. Um, it's all very, very vague. So it's just kind of noted as being a super powerful card worthy of being the card that honors the 25th anniversary of Yu-Gi-Oh! It opens the path to the time of victory. It is super power- It's a super powerful sorcery that flies through time. And apparently it's designed to work with Dark Magician or Blue Eyes. Yeah, so I'm thinking its effect will probably do something with Vanillas with exactly 2,500 attack or defense. Right. Which is, you know, 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haha. Yeah, because yeah, uh, the 25th anniversary of the manga is coming up. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get a uh, we'll get something very cool from that. Yeah. I personally would have called it, like, 25th Magician. Because it's like the 25th reprint slash retrain of Dark Magician we've gotten. <laughs> yeah, I think Chronicle Magician's probably cool, though. But yeah, no, Chronicle Magician's pretty cool, though. It, it, it doesn't, it just like out of the name, immediately go nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Right. Until... Here's the other thing, that. though, is that the release of this is going to time up really well with Battles of Chaos. And if this is Ooh. a really, really broken Dark Magician card, we could really be seeing... Dark Magician become its own thing again. Like an actual playable deck. Oh yeah, like I mean, especially with all the support that they got in the twenty twenty one ten of ancient battles. Yeah, they got a field spell that is very good. Yeah, and uh, piercing lights decent. It's not great. It's also not. It's it's all right. Yeah, they get that the cards that they got are actually pretty good, especially when you think about the actual dark magician support that's coming in battles of chaos, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It remains to be seen. We'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, like, it's one of those things where I, I would like to see Dark Magician be good. At the same time, I mean, how how long have they been trying to make Dark Magician relevant? Listen, if Blue Eyes had its time in the sunshine, yeah. Dark Magician should too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, it took, I mean, but I mean, it took literally them banning every card, just about every good card for blue eyes to win worlds i'm fine with that oh my god i'm fine with that let's get a tcg ban list that nukes the entire format and then just make dark magician best deck baby let's go oh my god if team sam x1 can go undefeated his locals with dark magician the way it is now imagine what it'll be after battles of chaos that's all i'm saying fair enough Exp- yeah he did that this weekend boy they better reprint magician souls real quick dude that card's 140 dollars yeah no, and it's going to get up to like probably two fifty three hundred if they if all this Star Magician support continues to come out and it's just good. Yeah, R I P me for trading mine away for two fifty. Yeah, tragic. But yeah, for the but, set. Yeah, but I mean, there there's still time for the reprint. We still have like three or four more reprint sets, I think. Yeah. Uh, before they come out with that. So and who knows about even re- just straight up reprinting in that set? Right. So speaking of reprints. That brings us into our next topic. But first, before that, a word from our sponsor, ETB Games. So we do want to extend a big thank you to our sponsor, ETB Games, uh, in Alexandria, Louisiana. Uh, we do have our local Battle City Day coming this Saturday, October the 9th. Uh, 
Uh, I think we're expecting kind of a big crowd. It's going to be really competitive. It's going to be really fun. Oh, um, yeah. You can we'll be, be there. We'll be there. We'll be doing a live taping. So next Tuesday's episode, you should be able to expect a pretty cool um, interviews with the players, things like that. So um, be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out ETB Games. Their link is in the description below. And let's get on back into it. Oh, yeah, boy. Okay, so, speaking of reprints, lots of things got reprinted in the 10s. Lots of very expensive cards. Yes. So let's start with, I, I would I would say we just kind of go through and list some of these incredibly expensive cards and the pricing that they were before and the reprint price. Let's start with Zeus. Right. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, we don't know exact pricing. This is just what we remember. Right, so yeah, I remember Zeus being what 80? 70. 70, 80 bucks. Yeah, seventy. He was he was, he was holding really yeah. firm at seventy. Um, you can get the reprint of Zeus now for like what nineteen? Yeah, I have it pulled up right here. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, like Zeus's are nineteen. Very powerful card. Uh, TTTs were what eighty? One hundred and ten. One hundred and ten for triple tag his talents. You can get the ultra for forty. Forty two. Yeah. Yeah. So for the basically for the price of one secret, you can get th- you you can now just get three a place out of your ultras. Pretty much, yeah. For, for like an extra like five fiber or something, an extra Abraham. Or what, for the price of what the secret was. Now the secret's yeah. closer to seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they got the reprint, and then you know fractals were twenty five a piece. They're now five. Yeah, like five a piece for the ultra for the secrets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, six now they've gone up, but okay, uh, the, the, Nadir's were about anywhere between like sixty five to one hundred and ten, depending on the day. Yeah. Uh, now they're sixteen fifty for the reprints. Uh, Ice Dragon's prisons were anywhere from twenty five to sixty five, depending on the day. The reprints are sixteen fifty. Um, Ecclesia the Virtuous was close to thirty. Now she's fifteen. Uh, Lou- Actually, like that entire package went from you're going to spend minimum three hundred and fifty dollars, and that's minimum. That's if you catch the Nadirs when they're like sixty a piece. Right. To you're spending maybe a hundred bucks to pick up the entire package. Um, yeah, a hundred bucks is pretty reasonable. Um, you're going to spend about close to 60 on the Nadir's. You're going to spend, uh, close to 30 on your Ecclesia's and everything else is a dollar here, a dollar there. Yeah. Just random little dollar cards here and there. Right. Uh, so your Lulu's for virtual world are $7. They were, I think close to 15, 17, something like that. So even like Animadorn Archosaur. Uh, that was a sixty fifty to sixty dollar card. Yeah, that was printed once. Yeah, well, I mean, most of these cards were only printed once, yeah. but uh, Archosaur was a sixteen to, or sixty to fifty to sixty dollar card, which is now like four dollars. Phantom Knights of Torn Scales were fifteen to twenty. Now they're four. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaos Ruler, the Chaotic Magical Dragon, those were thirty. Now they're thir- three. Um, Alpha Master Beast was twenty. Now they're four. Yeah, what we're saying is, is like right now, is a good time to build a new deck. Yeah, absolutely. So, especially within the next upcoming weeks, as more and more of the tents get cracked open, then these cards become more and more available. Absolutely, for Ex- sure. Especially after wave two. Yeah, one, once like, wave twos and once waves two and three get out there and really get into circulation, uh, the bottom is going to fall out on some of the best decks in the format right now as far as pricing oh yeah no like let's see okay it's like right now before the reprints if you wanted to build tri-brigade in your professional opinion Um, i say professional uh, about how much do you think you'd be spending 
So it depends. Uh, we're just going to talk about the core without access code because, in my opinion, you really, really need access code yeah. to play the deck effectively. And which is like 150 bucks right now. Right. Because it missed the reprint. I would say, though, that that being said, going into this, I would still recommend picking up the core anyway, even if you can't get access code yet. Because who knows? It might reprint access code. I and, uh, do anticipate access code getting the reprint in the gold series. Yeah. So I do recommend going ahead and picking up the access code. Access code. I'm sorry. I do recommend picking up the Tri Brigade core now. That way, when the access code does come out, you've already got everything you needed and you already picked them up at a low, low price. So, and even if you don't have access code, you technically can run like Boral Sword or Topologic Zero Boros. But access code obviously is the highest potential of the deck. Oh, absolutely. Because not only does he, you know, give you that big game winning shot, he can, also, he can also clear his own way to making that attack to begin with. Yeah, and not only that, but the other thing is that um, you also need, in my opinion, in now in this current format... You have to have cross-out designators to play this deck. And the reason for that is because the deck runs like 12 to 15 hand traps generally. All of which also hurt the deck itself. Right. So your effect veilers, your imperms, your ash blossoms, things like that. Uh, Nibiru in the side deck. All of these are things that should be run and then kept in when you going to game two because you can cross out those cards and save yourself yeah and especially game one since you're already maining those cards anyway exactly it's so that, awesome yeah. cross yeah. out really is particularly good in this deck oh yeah no like because as we said it's already running the hand traps it doesn't want to see right so you before you could pick up the tri brigade core fractals were 25 a piece share eggs were 25 a piece so just for those, you're looking at about 125. Yeah. And then Nervals are commons, Karis's are supers, Kits are supers. Um, then you have the Common Revolt. Common Revolt. Bear Brum is a common. Rugal was a common. I thought Bear Brum was a super. Or I'm sorry, yeah, Bear Brum was a super. Rugal yeah. was a common, and Fergie was an ultra, but she was only like three, four bucks. Yeah. So in total, you're looking at like, just say 140 for the core. Yeah, and that's without, and that's just for the tri brigade part. That's not even including if you want to run a zoo package, if you want to run rescue cats, if you want to run bird up. Right. That that's literally just the tri brigade names. That's it. Whereas now with fractals being six and sure eggs being like a dollar or two yeah, i think they're like two yeah you're looking at like less than 40 bucks for the whole core now and then you can even you can even spend and go in and get like your ultra caruses you can get super or ultra nervous secret revolts they're like two yeah they're like two bucks 250 they look nice because i pulled one. Oh my god yeah they're super super nice so you, now you can even afford these little quality of life improvements so, I would say, personally, Tri Brigade is, in my opinion, the best deck to pick up. Provided you're okay with either also picking up an access code and crossouts, or playing a bit on the suboptimal side. But the thing is, even without those, the deck is incredibly toolboxy. The deck has a, a ton of... I say that... Okay. I say a ton of lines of play. It's not that it has a ton of lines of play. It's that it has a lot of versatility... And it 
usually has something that it can do. Um, Very rarely have I seen you brick with that deck. Yeah, it, it the deck just doesn't brick. Like, um, I've seen you brick in air quotes. Those are some big air quotes once. And that was because you drew... I don't even remember what it was. It was like... No, you drew like one starter and was like, this is suboptimal. No, I've, it's possible. Like I've opened like double revolt, ash blossom, effect Valor, and then like a Nerval. Yeah. Which is like really bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, I think that's like the worst possible hand you can get. It's just a handful of hand traps and like a Nerval or a kit. Yeah. Or a, a single Karis. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Like a single Karis being the only piece you see. And then seeing like revolts and stuff, which aren't live because you can't don't have anything engraved or banished. That's that's crusty. Yep. So, which is why you run the Almirage because if you get and desires, yeah. Because if you get desires, because if you get Kid or Karis, you can at least normal summon, link them off to get their effects off. Exactly. So, and that's also why I run Rescue Cat because one Rescue Cat puts the entire deck online. Uh, I also run the Zoo Package, but I like running cats and zoos because I'm a madman. Oh, oh, he's insane. Yeah. So, says the man running Madolce in, <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2021. But Madolce, I think, is an interesting meta pick because of the ability to run D-Shifter and main things like Nibiru. And goes and match. Right. And goes and match. Yeah. The floodgates really help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so. oh, yeah. Like, literally outside of Salad, I think, uh, Gozen's a really powerful card right now. For sure. For sure. And, and like even then, um, game one up against that one salad player. When he tried to summon the Sea Archiver, is when I flipped Gozen, so yeah. he lost the Sea Archiver. Oh yeah, and it and not and it didn't go back to grave. It banish it banishes because it yeah yeah because when it special summons itself, it banishes after it gets removed from the field. Yeah. So he just lost an entire um extender. Um, the next deck to probably talk about as like um, you know the cheap to pick up now yeah it's it was already the probably the cheapest meta deck was virtual world mm -hmm. but, but now the, it's even cheaper yeah because like i said the lulus were like 17 18 and now they're like seven yeah and then you For think the about secrets yeah and then you think about like shen shen i think it was four or five bucks yeah i think shen shen is only like a dollar or two now yeah um yeah and like 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 you were looking to spend like for the main deck uh, you were looking to spend quite a bit of money, but the extra deck is where it could get expensive. Most because they can run Dragoon, and they don't have to run any bricks. Yeah, but most of them don't run Dragoon. Yeah, a good like a good seventy five percent, I'd say, don't run. Don't yeah, run they it. they they would just as soon run the Kaliga package, Kaliga Crystal Wing. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, that package is actually better than the Dragoon package. Oh, much better. Um, so, yeah. That being said, the VW player that I played against was running both. Yeah, but then it kind of makes all your synchro lines kind of crusty. Oh, oh yeah, definitely because because then you have to then it also forced you to decide: Do I make the Kaliga Crystal Wing where I can negate uh, where I have a monster negate plus a flood plus a uh, pseudo floodgate, or do I just put a negate on board? Right, yeah, an yeah. Omni negate where I can just negate anything. Yeah, I think that the Crystal Wing Kaliga package is better, but I guess that's like your mileage may vary. Yeah, uh, yeah, something to ask the virtual um, world players. Yeah, like me personally, just based on what I've seen, I I also agree with the Kaliga Crystal Wing is a stronger inboard, like a much more powerful inboard. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's you know my uneducated opinion. I think the reason that it's so much more powerful 
is because in a world where you can set up Caligo Crystal Wing, there's no need for Dragoon. It doesn't do anything more than what you can already do. And if you need to do something else past that, you're not looking to make a Dragoon. You're looking to go into like a Vermilion Dragon Math Mech. You're looking yeah. to go into Geo Math Mech Final Sigma. You're looking to go into other One options things, that yeah. can also end the game. Or you also and then you also need to run for a Zeus package with a Gaia Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like well, yeah, which yeah, which you know out yeah, which you know outside of literally Dragoon, I think the second most expensive card in the deck right now is actually the Gaia Dragon. Uh, are, no, I think they're really cheap. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's just how cheap the deck is now. Yeah, in the extra deck, I think Dragoon is literally just the most expensive card. Yeah, because you can get Caliga for what four dollars or less. Yeah, because Dragoons are about five or six. And then your uh, uh, Crystal Wing Synchros have been reprinted out the rear end already. Yeah, I think you can um, get a Crystal Wing Synchro for like four or five. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it was one. And of then those... your Zeus is going to run you about twenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, so like Zeus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like even then, you're looking at with all of that, all those bells and whistles. You're looking at you're spending maybe fifty bucks on your extra deck by itself. Um, but that's for a lot. But then that's for a lot of stuff. You'll probably get to use again later at some point, right? Like, because Crystal Wing Synchro Dragon is just a generic level eight synchro. Any deck that can synchro eight can make him. Right. And he's just a really good monster to make on board. Um. Uh, oh, Ultimize Vulcans, which are like, what, 50 cents for a common? Yeah, the commons are almost penny. They're pennies. They're not, yeah, they're yeah. nothing. Yeah, which which you can make and which you can utilize in literally any deck that runs, that can put out a tuner and non-tuner at the same level. Right. That Because that's all the requirements of the tuner and non-tuner at the same level to make Ultimize Zulkin. Uh, Zulkin brings out Crystal Wing, but then you have to extend forward into getting into synchro summoning uh muddy mud dragon right which for virgil world is nothing to you know put out literally one extra monster which will then get you the uh because he's level six generic right yeah so yeah so actually really any deck that pumps out um level three and six tuners and non-tuners can run that whole package yeah so that's a package that'll probably get reused again um but I don't think there's a deck that can pump it out quite like VW. Not right now. Punk might be able to. Uh, but rather than being 3 and 6, it's like 3 and 9. Well, VW can also hit 9. Yeah, but anything divisible by 3. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, so if you see VW, ram- rambling, rambling over. VW, super cheap to make. Very powerful deck. Um, yeah, I, I think VW is actually my cheap... My, my... <coughs> excuse you. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Wow. Yeah. VW is the deck, in my opinion, that is the best truly budget deck. You can build the entire deck, hand traps and all, for under 150. Hand trap, extra deck, I almost, side deck, everything. I'd almost, get, I'd almost wager under 100. Um, I don't think you can do it under 100 because, like, three Ash Blossoms is 60 and a oh, Zeus. Oh, fair enough. But, yeah, but, like, if you already have the Triple Ash and the Imperms and all the other hand traps, you're, you could easily build the deck for probably under 50. Yeah, I think instead of doing imperms, you would have to do effect veiler to do it under one fifty. Uh, well, for now, just for just the heart and soul of the deck. Well, yeah, for now, that's actually something we need to talk about while we're here. Uh, yeah, don't forget that uh, we're also the Cybershark Structure deck coming out, which will have imperms at at super. Right. So, uh, you should be able to on release. You should be able to get the imperms for probably 
three to four bucks, maybe five. Yeah, because I think that's what the Harpy's Feather Dusters were at. Yeah, Harpy's Feather Dusters on release were five. Yeah, out of the Obelisk and Slifer uh, structured decks. Right. Um, Or you can just drop 30 and also get the Cyber Dragon Core, which is a really fun deck. Don't get me wrong. It's I mean, weird. it's a deck. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, it's really cool looking. I like all the pretty pictures. <laughs> um, and if you're a Zane Tr- Truesdale stan, yeah. So I would just say, like, okay, so accounting for the Cyber Strike structure deck, having the infinite impermanences, say you can get it at four dollars a piece. Three ashes is sixty. Yeah. A Zeus makes it eighty, and then that'll make and it the entire uh, core of the deck. Uh, as far as all the VW monsters, main deck and extra deck monsters, as well as all the synchros you need and the Kaliga, everything there is f- fifty bucks max. Yeah, yeah, max. Yeah, so max one. Let's say that's like, one thirty. Yeah, I would say like one forty-five total maximum. Yeah, and then you still have room for all of your tech options, which you can probably go check out our side deck options under fifty under ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars is yeah. What we said five dollars, something like that. Yeah, our um, budget side deck. Uh, oh, and they can also episode. run. Oh, they can also run Etelli. Oh yeah, no, you have to run two Etellis, but oh. Etellis got reprinted from Ghosts from the Past, so they are cheap. <coughs> yeah, dirt cheap now. Yeah, Etellis I think are only like two dollars in Ghosts from the Past. Yeah, and it's an ultra. Yes. So shiny. It does look good. It oh, yeah. does look good. Oh, it really does. Um, the next deck that I think is obviously uh, a hugely budget deck post... The, well, I say hugely. It's less budget than VW, but more budget than Tri-Brigade is Invoke Shadal Dogma. Uh, Which is insane to say. The one thing I will say about this deck is uh, not to build it because uh, it's not fun <laughs> it, it, yeah. to play against. It... It cause it pretty much just goes, hey, you know, so you know how people like playing Yu-Gi-Oh by playing cards on the table. I'm just not gonna let you do that. I okay. I'm not a big fan of the invoked package, as well as I'm not a big fan of the Dogmatica package, and I'm not a big fan of the uh... Shadals. Yeah, I'm not. Just, just he hates them so much he didn't even assign a brain cell to remember their name. Honestly, yeah. Um, I personally really like Shadals. I hate Invoked, and I don't have an opinion on uh, Dogmatica. Dogmatica, because I've only ever actually encountered uh, Invoked Dogma dolls like twice, and both times I two owed them in like twenty minutes. Yeah, but just because you can beat them in twenty minutes doesn't Does, mean yeah, that does, they yeah. should be like exactly that. My two duels against the deck does not a proper experience uh, dueling against them experience make. Yeah, I. That said, I do think that the deck is not crazy expensive. Your schisms are five. Windows are reprinted as a secret. Right. Windows are cheap. Uh, uh, the entire the... Shadal structure deck, all the yeah. cool, you know, cool relevant cards like Construct, App Cologne, yeah. Windy, Ariel are all in the tins. Yup. Um, you've got your entire Dogmatica packages in these tins, everything right down to Maximus and Aiden and Theo. Yeah. Like the only thing that you really can't get straight out of the tin is windows which you can get out should get the super from the shark deck for a couple of bucks a pop right and the invoked package the which... invoked package is kind of expensive uh, it's about 150 just for the invoked package yeah uh, because i no but i'm sorry not 150 like around a little over 100 or yeah. right right at 100 now, if you're looking at 200 dollars with the whole deck yeah and that that depends on uh, if you can maybe find a deal with somebody at your locals or yeah. what. Yeah, because there might be somebody looking to just offload the entire deck. And right. 
you know, they might be like, hey, well, hey, since you're getting all these cards from me, instead of like the total two thirty-five, it co- it'll co- it, each one of these individual cards costs. I'll do it for like two. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, then it all depends what you already have in your collection. Yeah, obviously. But the next one that I would say is a cool budget option is actually Dino. Yes, because Animador and Archosaur, right. the one expensive card in the entire deck. Yeah, because after Archosaur got reprinted, uh, UCTs are like a dollar or less, or maybe yeah. two. Uh, you're... Like the only ex- card you're going to you're going to be spending double digits on at this point out of that deck is Scrap Chimera. Yeah, but even then, you don't need... everything else is cheap. The Scrap yeah. Raptors are cheap. The Archosaur is cheap. The UCT is solely over Raptors. You're one uh, Miscellanosaurus. What are, what are, are Dolkas at right now? They're cheap. They just got reprinted. Okay, what about Lagia? They're cheap. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, like that's one of the other two cards I could that I could foresee being double-digit. Yes, the Chimeras are like $40, <clears throat> but you only need one. Right. And then uh, everything... Uh, Dol- can... Dolka has a... Uh, has a less than a dollar ultra rare printing yeah. from King's Court. Um, okay, I, I figured Dolka got reprinted recently. I couldn't remember where. Yeah, yeah, it got the King's Court reprint. And then Lagias are like two to three dollars depending on the printing. Yeah, and, and, you, stuff. and you only need one Lagia. It's Dolka is the no, one. you only need one Dolka. I mean, the I'm only a- the only thing that's really, 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 really expensive that I would suggest you get is. Um, Besides Scribe uh, Camaro. Yeah, uh, Pot of Prosperity. Yeah, Pot of Prosperity is about $100 a piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prosperity or Extravagance. You can do with Extravagance, but if you do Extravagance, you do need a second Doka and a second Log, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is what I was about to mention, you know. If you're right. Really, yeah. Um, um, Extravs are about $30 a pop. But no, they're, the, they're up to 40 Okay, yeah. But, like, for the price of... So for the price and then some extra pocket change of one Pot of Prosperity, you can get your place out of a Pot of Extravs. Yeah, yeah. So it so, kind of depends on what you're going for. If you're okay with drawing two and then um, having some other stuff, yeah. You know. or, or if or if you would rather just dig, exactly. Um, which which is which is an interesting conversation in and of itself of whether or not just drawing two or digging for one is better. Um, it kind of depends. Yeah, I guess. Um, but that, that's a conversation for another time. Right. Uh, and those for those that want a really cool dino list, uh, two previous guests of the podcast, um, obviously Giant Skyhawk as well as, um, oh goodness gracious, the, dino, the Don, yeah, yeah that's Don right, Don Juan, Dino Chad himself, exactly, the Dino Chad himself, the Don Juan, uh, those two are some dino masters. They lab dino combos all the time. And I would absolutely recommend uh, either hitting one of them up, joining. I think they have a Dino Discord server. Yep, a Discord for an entire deck archetype. Oh, you'd be amazed. They have Discords for Fluffle, oh, yeah. Dino, Dolce. Dolce. Yeah, they have Discords for everything, including this podcast. If you're not already a member, please join. Yes, please do. Just mid-podcast plug. <laughs> like, um, I think it's like a third one this episode. I'll keep doing it, too. Don't think I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Some other cool decks that you can build out of the tins, uh, Attic Nisters, I think are yeah. very cool. Yeah, there's like, all, uh, like uh, all, right off the top of my head, I know that they didn't get the rank, the big rank six reprinted, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think he's that expensive to begin with. Everything else got reprinted. The main major things that need to get reprinted though were the fire and wind one, mm-hmm. uh, Chi and Picari. Picari need to get reprinted, and they got the reprints, and they're right. 
pennies on the dollar. Yeah, and everything else here is cheap. Yeah, but um, ex- literally the most expensive card in the entire deck is the rank six. For sure. Um, other things that were very cool that you can get out of here, um, if you wanted to, you could get Machina Metal Crunchers cheap now, mm-hmm. as well as some of Heavy Forward and some of the other ones. You can get Cross Sheeps just because they're beautiful. Oh my god. If none of you have seen have seen the secret cross sheeps and you know someone who pulled, who said they pulled one, let them let get them to let you look at it. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, the other one that I think is awesome looking is Raviel, Lord of Phantasms, shimming shimmering scraper. Yeah, the uh, attack retrain. Yeah, it is really good looking. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of really good value cards in here. There's a lot of cards in here that I would really recommend. Uh, they have some of the Infernoble stuff in here. Durendals are now cheap. Mm-hmm. You, there's a lot of different ways you can go out of these tins. I mean, out of yeah, out of these tins to yeah. really get some serious value. Oh yeah, like, like I mean, as far as like the individual card prices, when you buy one, unless you pull Zeus T- Triple Tactics Talents or um, Cross Out, Cross Out, you're probably gonna overall lose money. Nadir. Yeah, or Nadir. Or uh Ice Dragon's Prison. Those yeah, are 15. IDP, yeah, IDPs. Like Ecclesiars are fifteen. Yeah, like if you don't get one of the money <laughs> Yeah, like if you don't get one of the money cards, you're gonna be you're gonna you're almost guaranteed to lose money on it. I don't think that that's necessarily true because there's so many things in these tins that are worth like three to four dollars. Yeah, you yeah. Can, two uh, yeah. But, and you get so much. Yeah. You know, but then of course you get it, six ultras and three secrets and Yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. but like so far the worst tin opening I've ever seen with my own two like you know watching a video or something was that the best card they pulled was the uh dark magician field spell as their ultra yeah but those are seven dollars yeah or six dollars yeah like. but yeah it was like that doesn't matter all that matters is that the tens are definitely worth picking up i'll be honest i think that if you go to walmart and buy about five or six tens if your walmart has any left you're going to make your money back off of like two cards i think it's really inevitable yeah that you that you if you even if you don't come out necessarily ahead or a yeah. profit you like could you can easily break even like i've cracked six of them yeah but you pulled what i've pulled a tt like just off of just out of 110 i pulled a ttt and a cross out which is 140 right there off yeah, of 120 dollars and tens. Exactly. Plus everything else. You pulled a Zeus. Mm-hmm. You pulled all. You. I think you pulled an IDP. Yeah, I pulled an IDP. Yeah. Uh, I pulled a uh, Fleur de Lis, which yeah. uh, you have now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Karis. Uh, two. I actually ended up getting two for Jeeps, which I, I just turned around and sold because I, I don't. Uh, I was like, I'll just go and sell them now because I can just get them back later for cheaper. Yeah. I. The one thing that I will say is. I cannot in good conscience say this. Say that, you know, I think that they're a good value without saying if you're not in a position to go out and just spend money on packs, spend money to gamble. Because that, that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, it, you're it's gambling. absolutely gambling. You could very well... You can lose your tail yeah, like if you're you, not careful. Yeah, like you could very well spend, you know, buy 10 10s and not pull any money cards. Absolutely It's, it's entirely possible. So I do want to put that out there. Please do not put yourself in a bad position yeah. over some shiny cardboard. Yeah, but if it's you're, just not worth it. If you're, if you're at a Walmart and it's like I've got you know twenty bucks, I'm not. I, I don't that I can just drop and spend if, on this game. If you if you're at Walmart saying I have twenty bucks that I'm willing 
to throw away and throw into the game that I love. Getting one of these tens is well worth it. It's a whole, whole lot better value to buy one of these tens for $20 than it is to go out and buy five uh, booster packs of, say, Lightning Overdrive or Blazing Vortex. Yeah. Way better. King's Core, any of that. Yeah, th- this is far and away a much better way to spend your money. Like, this is, e- like, I'd almost say this is probably the best product they've released this year. Almost. Um, I, I couldn't tell you what product was better than this one this year. Yeah, ex- so like, far. I can't so think, far. Yeah, so far. I can't think of any. I think going forward, I think that as crazy as this product is, I actually, I think that the gold series is actually going to be better. Oh, well, oh yeah, no, that's very easy because to say because we only know three cards out of the entire set. Um, we're, we know we're getting Chamber Dragon May reprint, right? Which uh, she, which which is only two expensive Dragon May cards right now. Well, three. There was three. One of them got reprinted in the ten, and that's Shio, right? Who was like uh, eight dollars, right? She got reprinted as a secret. Gorgeous. I pulled one. Um. Whoops. Uh, we know that uh, Chamber Dragon Maid's getting reprinted. Right. That's like uh, that was before the reprint got announced. Was a ninety dollar card. Yeah, it's it got up to a hundred at points. Yeah, it, it would like just touch hundred and then drop back down to ninety. Um, that's getting reprinted. IP Masquerade is getting reprinted with her alt art, which is which is her on the motorcycle. And we're getting a Nightmare Unicorn reprint with an alt art. Right. Which we right. don't know what that looks like. Like those three cards by themselves are amazing reprints. Yeah. Um, with the IDP, with the uh, IP Mascarena and the Nightmare Unicorn, it isn't, like, cost-wise, you know, a good reprint. Not near as much as, you know, Chamber Dragon made going from 90 to 60 overnight. For sure. Um, you know, because I think IP Mascarena's are, what, 8? Um, they're, I think they're up to, like, 15. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. It depends. It depends on what rarity and what printing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. In the Nightmare Unicorns, you can get a rare for like a dollar. Yes. Yeah, but Nightmare Unicorn is still Nightmare Unicorn IDP or IDP IP Masquerade are still two very powerful cards. Right. Um, that are getting high rarity reprints, and then Chamber Dragon Maid is easily one of the best. Is easily the best Dragon Maid. Yeah, and it's splashable and just and Dragon Link also. So it's splashable in anything Dragon related. Right. So, and the last thing, this is just my closing thoughts on the tins and the upcoming products. Right now, and for the coming weeks, this will be the cheapest these products will be. Coming months. Yes. Up until like... I, I would give it like a month and a half, about six weeks, maybe maybe ten tops. Maybe, yeah. A month and a half, maybe two and a half tops. I'd give it to like mid-December. That'd be about two months. Yeah. It's two, two and a half. Yeah, that, that's yeah. A, the same timeline. Yeah. That's the timeline that I say you need to have all of this stuff by that time. If you're going to play these decks... Get you, it. Get it now while it's cheap. Not just that, but the staple cards. So the card that I've been picking up as much as I can is Alpha the Master of Beasts. It is two dollars and fifty cents yep. oh, you know, like, for one of the best board breaking cards in the game. Oh yeah, it's Panker Tops, but better. No, it's not better than Panker Tops. Eh, it's similar. I don't think it's better than Panker Tops. Really? No, I do not. Absolutely not. The Panker Tops is definitely better. It's maybe a kind of a little bit more versatile at times, but it's definitely not huh. better than Pank. That's a discussion for another time. That's one of those. Th- that's one of those things. Right. Um. Mainly because Pancratops is a quick effect. 
Oh, that's true. And Alpha's not a quick effect. That is true. I don't think it matters. I think it's still one of the best board-breaking cards in the game. It's one of the best-going second cards in the game. And I think $2 is a crime. I think in a year's time, that will be a $10 ultra. Rare. Oh, yeah. And then um, IDPs are what net right now? Like the secret uh, Ice Dragon Prisons? The secret Ice Dragon's Prisons from the 2021 Tin of Ancient Battles uh, is currently $17. Yeah. Those are not going to stay that low. I think that in a year's time, that'll be 25 to 30. Yeah. Um, I think the Dogmatica package right now is about 15 for Nadir, 16 maybe, 15 for Ecclesias. I think that'll be double in a year's time. Easily. I think Triple Tactics Talents are 39 to 40 right now, uh, looking at TCG. I'll th- I think that in a year's time, they're going to be closer to 60. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Unless we get another Triple Tactics Talent reprint. Zeus's are 18 to 19. I think in a year's time, they're going to be 35 yeah. to 40. Again, all this barring, we get no more reprints of these cards. Right. If you think about Dragoon, it premiered at 40, and mm-hmm. now they're 100 yeah. in a year's time. Oh, yeah, no, no. That, that's going to be the case with... Uh... I just think that if you look at some of the staple cards of this set, the cards that are splashable in a lot of different things, Yeah, those cards are very undervalued right now, and I think that they are worth discussing and worth picking up. That's, oh, yeah. So that's my closing thoughts. You got anything? Oh, yeah, no, like, like you know, I was going to kind of go, uh, I was basically going to say the same thing, but do keep in mind that some of these prices over the next uh, couple of months as we get wave two and three. Absolutely. Are going to begin dropping. Or jumping. I mean, it, it, it they're, they're going to jump around. It's going to yeah. be a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to be a roller coaster ride of pricing. So, you know, so if you're trading for these cards, be sure that at, at time of trade, you go and look them up. Don't go, yeah, I looked it up yesterday and it was this much because that might not be the case. That easily might be double or even half of what that was now um i'm gonna surprise you mm-hmm. uh give me a top five decks of the coming format over the next oh, okay month uh okay like right now what are the top five decks okay okay uh Trabagay, drytron vw uh prank kids dragon link not necessarily in that order that's just as they came to my brain uh, I would say Dragonlink, Virtual World, Drytron, Tri-Brigade, and PK Fire. Ooh, PK Phantom. Fire. I think Phantom Knights is the fifth best. Well, not necessarily the fifth best, but in the top five. Yeah. I think Prank Kids is just outside. Ah, fair enough. But I like your list. Yeah. Or, well, not necessarily list, but I like your five. Yeah. Now, it might... Yeah, now, granted, it is pretty much the exact same meta we had before, but... I think it's different. I think that there's a little bit more interplay than there was. There's, yeah, there, there's uh, enough. And inter- the deck building has it. The, the format's not solved because it's a brand new format. And the deck building is going to be very creative for the, over the next coming weeks. Oh, yeah. Particularly because now people have more access to stuff like, ac- to not access code, have more access to stuff like Zeus. Yes. And Triple Tactics Talents. These are in more people's hands. So now players who had these cards before now have to consider, well, now there's a chance this guy's got it too. <laughs> Yeah, I do think that the best players, though, like, if you look at it, like, you should be aware of all of those cards in every situation anyway, because... Yeah, they, they were already playing on it because they are going used to already playing against other people who also had those cards. Yeah, so, like, if you go, like, the best players are going to have those cards. As yeah. far as... I'm not, I'm not saying that to, like, down the best people players, that don't. They're the, they're, like, the not, pro-level players, right? Yeah, the, we're not saying that they're pro and the best players because they have the cards... We're saying that if they're at that level and they're that serious about the game to where they're 
you know, topping high level events. They're, they're going to spend that money. Or have sponsors that get the cards for them. Yeah. Or, and I, yeah. Again, I'm not downing people that don't have the cards and saying that those people cannot do well. Oh, no, absolutely, that's absolutely not. not true. But I mean, if you're yeah. at that level, you have to anticipate your opponents having those high level power cards. Yeah, those high power. Yeah. Yeah, you got to because, yeah, especially if you don't, especially if you don't have them. Right. And then you can just bluff that you do. <laughs> so speaking of the decks in the coming format. Uh, that leads us into our podcast question of the day. This is a new segment that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask a podcast question here on the podcast, and you can respond to that. You can directly tell us your answer to the question, either on our Twitter account or on our Discord server, or if you really want to, you're welcome to leave a an answer in the uh, review that you are more than welcome to leave. So mm-hmm. please leave us a rating and a review if you don't mind, if you have the chance on iTunes. Uh, if you're on Spotify, we now have a way to check how many people are following us on Spotify. Woo! So be sure to click the follow button if you haven't already. Um, please be sure to check out our Patreon if you are so inclined. Like I said, our Discord server, our Twitter, at Top Cut Podcast. Be sure to check out ETB Games. Their link is in the description below. Please be sure to check out Team Dark Armed Dealings. They are our sister YouTube channel. And I think that takes us out. Oh, wait, I didn't ask the question. Yeah, you didn't ask the question, man. That was all a lead-in, so you would listen to all that. So the podcast question of the day is, going into this format, as we go into the coming weeks, what deck are you looking forward to playing? Thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and be sure to come back Friday for the next episode. Yep, and we'll have and we'll, have, and we'll actually read out some of the answers to this. That's right. We're, gonna, we're planning on reading them out on the podcast. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Take care, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.